Welcome to episode 124 of Coffee Pods and Mods. As always, this episode is sponsored by Rain Body Fuel, the ultimate fitness focus drink to support your performance, and also kindly sponsored by Ollie Clothing, who support you in your every active endeavor for body and mind. You can use the code CPW for savings on OllieClothing.com. Burboxcoachdevelopment.com will help develop a coach in a personal sense through self-discovery. I've done the course, it's really good. Um, I'm not a coach, but I still found it really good. Um, you learn so much about yourself and just like psychologically how you approach problems and how you approach people. Um, I think it's really interesting stuff. And you can use the code PODS for 20% off. And the gymnastics course have launched their online course um, to get your gymnastics certificate. And they've also launched their online coaching platform as well. Um, you can go to the gymnastics course thegymnasticscourse.com to find out more information on that and on the 1st of June um, we'll be giving a month of gymnastics course programming away to a patron of the show you can sign up at patreon.com forward slash coffeepodsandwads or you can use the website coffeepodsandwads.com where you can now also buy our bright summery sunburst t-shirts and we've got yellow and we've got um, summer peach is what I went with, I think. Um, you can support the show and look good while you're doing it. Uh, delivery worldwide, and none of this, like, doubling the cost of your purchase for delivery. It's €2 Euro for Irish delivery or €3 Euro for anywhere else in the world. Um, it'd be amazing to sell these all over, so come and grab one. Uh, today's guest is Chase Hill. Chase is about to tear the roof off the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge um, in the season's first semi-final weekend with Mayhem Freedom. Uh, we chat about Buffalo Brew and Mayhem, uh, swapping motocross for CrossFit, competing with independence and joining freedom, and balancing gym ownership, competing, and fatherhood. Uh, good luck to Chase and every other athlete that's taken to the floor in the US and Australia this weekend. There are so many former guests taking part, and my God, it's good to see live competition again. Uh, enjoy, listen, share, and tag. Thanks, man, for doing this. First of all, um, I really appreciate you taking the time out. I know um, things are, have, uh, the busyness has probably ramped up since. Um, you know the the team quarterfinals are on has it oh yeah 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 thank yeah. you for having me and uh, but yeah the, everything all the training and everything is ramped up quite a bit and i assume it's just going to ramp up even more after semifinals yeah yeah it's like it's it's pretty intense especially when there hasn't been you know live events or you know team opportunities for teams to to properly throw down you know you can you can simulate it I, I guess in mayhem and in the barn and stuff but it's just not quite the same i guess yeah it's not the same yeah. uh quarterfinals was kind of cool it kind of gave us that that feeling of competition uh, mm. that we've kind of missed yeah um i see you uh posting a lot about the especially yesterday you put up a few pictures of the buffalo brew um is it nitro or is it cold brew cans the coffee oh uh actually i have one I felt like we had to have have one on the podcast, but this is actually snap chilled. Okay. Um, it's just a snap chilled coffee. And I think they just came out with it this week. So is that like a standard, you know, filter or whatever, and they just chill it? I, th- I think so. Yeah. Rich would know more about it. I just drink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get into the science of it and all that. Yeah, between you and Tasia, I'm like anytime I see pictures going up, it's just like, oh come on, it's not fair on the rest of us that you're constantly they basically <laughs> have a fully functioning cafe at the front of your gym. Is it's it's rough going. Um uh do you drink a lot of coffee? Yeah, so uh Rich got me turned turned on to uh pour over. So I do a pour over every morning. Okay. And then uh I like to have something before I work out again, like in the afternoon. Yeah. Um so either like a cold brew, but now that they have these cans. 
I'll uh, yeah. probably just drink one of these cans. Yeah, that's handy. Um, something I love hearing about from guests is a, a coffee memory. So maybe somewhere you were, or someone you were with, or you know, some kind of thing that was happening, and maybe coffee was somewhere on the periphery. Is there is there anything that springs to mind for you there? Uh, the only thing I can really think of is when we were in Australia last year. We went to oh man, I can't think of the name of it. We were in Byron Bay. So after the competition, we went to Byron Bay and hung out for a week. And uh, we went to this cafe a few times that week to eat breakfast. Mm. And their coffee was really good. And I actually got a cup from that place uh, that I guess they were handmade. And uh, I drink my coffee out of that like every morning. Like I had it this morning too. Oh, that's good. That was with Royce, was it? Yeah, that was with Royce. Oh, that's good. He's been on before. Um, Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Uh, sometimes when I'm driving to Cookbowling and back, so yeah. I've got like an hour, an hour to spare. So we'll listen every now and then. And um, what, um, what are your go-to? Uh, I'll listen to, I've listened to a lot of yours and then I've also listened to, uh, Good taste. Riches, Good taste. the Fronting Friends and, uh, that's about it. Sometimes on the way home, I zone out and I'll yeah. get halfway here and realize I don't even have the radio on. <laughs> oh yeah i've been there especially in um uh in the u.s the roads are so like just straight and monotonous that it's yeah. so easy to like just zone out and they'll be like oh i've arrived like i hope i didn't run out yeah. of it over <laughs> yeah um when did you first get involved with crossfit then uh so rich got me in he actually tried for a couple of years to get me to try it and i just never would i was racing motocross at the time and then I believe it was at the end of 2010 or the beginning of 2011. Uh, he, I just went to a, a gym that he had, ha- that he had, it wasn't affiliated or anything and tried my first workout at the time. I had no idea what I was doing, mm. uh, but looking back, uh, it was grace. And, uh, so that was my first workout. Uh, I guess that was in 2010, 2011. And then I've been hooked ever since. And then, so like, were you say if you started doing it in 2011, and then you were there in those, um, what would you call them? I guess the kind of formative years for Rich. Like, were you aware of like what he was achieving or is it? Like, no, was, no yeah. at first, at first I had no idea. Um, yeah. And I would just show up at his garage and he'd have like a workout program and it'd be like something simple that he wouldn't have to coach. Like he would never coach. He would just be training, yeah. which, um, so I just show up and there'd be something on the board, like toes to bar, burpees and box jumps. And I didn't care what it was. I just wanted to do it. So I do that. And then we would either back squat, deadlift or bench press something, some kind of strength. Mm. Um, but he never would like coach. It was just like, you just show up and you just kind of work out kind of like how the 3 PM crew, how they do it at the barn right now. You mm. just, there's some workouts posted and you just do those yeah. and you're in and you're out. And then, um, so was there a point in time then where you gave up racing and focused on crossfit like was it a shift like that or did the racing just kind of drift away and you kind of started focusing more as time went on yeah so i actually remember the day that i was i went to rich's house i'd train in the morning then i'd have to go either to school and then work and then i'd come home and i would train motocross so i'd go out and practice for a couple hours and i remember sitting there on the track and i was just thinking i'm like man i had so much fun this morning training i want to go back and train And I think that's when it kind of hit. And then also when I got married and we started the gym, I just, I couldn't afford to get hurt and not be able to run a business or, you know, support, you know, help support my family. And 
yeah. so I kind of put that on the back burner and then CrossFit, my wife and I could actually do together. Uh, so that was pretty cool because with racing, it was just, I would be, we would go away for the weekend to, to race and then it'd just be like me having all the fun and she'd just be kind of hanging out. So CrossFit, yeah. we could do together. And did she get, did you meet her through CrossFit or did she get involved in CrossFit after meeting you or how did that happen? Um, so we got together in 2010 and she lived in Knoxville. I lived in Cookville and I started CrossFit and then she started doing it with me. Okay. Um, I moved to Knoxville for the summer of 2011. Uh, and I worked construction for her dad and I took online classes and then I moved back home at the end of the summer and I had to finish up my fall semester and spring semester graduated in the spring of 2012 and then moved back here full time in 2012. And when did you open your affiliate then? Uh, 2015. Wow. So I worked. What's that been like? Oh, it's been great. And, uh, it's a dream. It was a dream job. I remember when I first started CrossFit in Rich's garage, I'd just be sitting there after a session and it would just, the sun would be shining in the mats would just smell like rubber and just sweat. And I was like, man, I'd give anything just to hang out here all day. And then sure enough, (laughs) 10 years later, you get to do that. That's crazy. Um, was there a moment then when you were training that you felt like you had something that maybe other people didn't, or that you could go to a place where other people couldn't like where you thought I could actually be, uh, involved in the upper reaches of the sport. Um, I felt like I had more of a, maybe the, I had more of the mental part of it. I could go maybe in that dark place and hold on a little longer than most. Started was never to go to the games or regionals or anything like that. I just, I just love to work out. Mm. And, uh, I just started when I, when we opened the gym, I started Rich's programming back then it was what's Rich doing. Yeah. And I just followed it and just beat my head in the ground every day. And then, I would do the open. That's the only competition I would ever do. And I did that in 15, 16. And then in 2017, I just looked at the leaderboard. I'm like, oh man, I could go to regionals. And uh, I made it. And uh, I was kind of shocked. Yeah, that's cool. um, Yeah, I wasn't to do any of that. I was just training and just kind of paid off. So you've you've competed then at like a hell of a lot of competition. So you did Rogue Invitational, you've done Wadapalooza a few times, you were uh, in France, the French Throwdown, you were, uh, you mentioned earlier on, you are in Australia, that was for the Australian Fitness Championships and you won that. Um, is there like one of those, does one of those competitions or maybe regionals when you were there in 17, does one of those like stand out above the others uh, for you on a personal level? Um, I think Wadapalooza, the year that we, last year so 2020 Mm. probably has to stand out the most just because um that was the year we qualified and uh we had a solid team and i don't know we just had a lot of fun plus freedom was there like yeah is it is it tough to take then when um when that's taken away when you when you qualify and then it's gone and then I know Rich tried to get a few things going as well. And then that didn't pan out. Like, is that difficult to take or do you just accept it because it's like everyone's going through it kind of. It was, it was hard to take it first. And then you realize, you know, there's, it could be worse. It's like, there's, um, 
you know, there's masters athletes, there's teenager athletes that mm. this would have been their year to qualify. And now that they're a year older, that they won't have that chance. Yeah. So it, it could be worse. Yeah. Um, the, the team dynamic like clearly suits you. Like you're, you're obviously thriving in that environment um, more so than an individual, even like, do you think there's something different about team that suits you better than solo? I think so. I think as an individual, I'm definitely not strong enough to compete with those top guys. Um, I think even to get to quarterfinals this year, or wait, wait, to get to the semifinals this year, my front squat would have had to have been a lot more than what it was. And I didn't mm. had to just smash myself on the first workouts to even get to the semifinals. Yeah. Uh, so my strength would have definitely held me back. Um, so with team, I feel like maybe don't have to have that one rep strength, but I'm decent at moving a medium-ish 80% barbell for reps, yeah. which Rich says that's a little more important. Yeah. Um, uh, does it, um, like everybody felt, I suppose, that there was going to be changes coming at Mayhem when the, when CrossFit announced the, the rule change, the, the, what would you call it, the abandonment of the super teams and the changes in rules and stuff. Um, and obviously Scott was starting his family and, you know, wasn't going to uproot and move, I guess. Um, but I suppose I don't think people were expecting that three quarters of the team was going to be replaced. And I think even I remember when uh, Mayhem put up the announcement video, like even Rich looked a bit surprised that, that he was the only like the last man standing. Um, at what point did you joining the team become part of discussions? Um, so we hosted an event here in Knoxville back in, I think it was into September, 1st of October, mm. um, like a memorial workout for my dad. And right before that started, Rich looked at me and he said, I think there's word that they're going back to the affiliate cup next year. And he goes, looks like it might, might be me and you. Um, so I was completely shocked then. Uh, so it kind of got, I kind of started thinking like, all right, well, we'll need some females. And I was like, well, Tasia would be one of them. And then, I was like, Taylor had moved to Knoxville. So I was like, you know, I wonder if she would be interested. I know she's busy with school, but man, that'd be a solid team. And I didn't mm. think China could move to Knoxville or I mean, move to Cookville. Mm. Um, so, and I think Richie maybe even talked to her and she couldn't make that happen. Um, and then got a little further along and then turns out uh, Tasia was not going to compete this year. Mm -hmm. um, so Taylor then reached out to Andrea and she was all in. So in the back of my head, I guess I was trying to plan this before the first of the year because I was thinking, you know, about China and not being able to make it and just kind of seeing who our options could be, who would be available to move and things like that. Yeah, it's interesting that Rich knew before like 90% of people knew that it was, <laughs> it was going to be coming down the tracks. I suppose it's a... Uh... It's uh, one of the perks that comes with being who he is, I suppose, that he gets a little heads up, like from, you know, somebody knows might be like, you know, just maybe start planning some changes. Um, yeah. Were you in any way apprehensive about it or nervous about it? Uh, well, as soon as he told me we we're about to start a 20 minute workout. So I was like completely shocked at first. And uh, was he doing the workout as well? Yeah, it was a partner workout. Oh, that's clearly uh, just my whole games. time. That's clearly just. Yes. Yeah, like... so <laughs> Yeah. So the whole time I'm just like, what did he just ask me? Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, ha I would accept hundred percent, you know, like that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, I would, there's no other option than, than to say yes. Yeah. 
you've um you've trained like and competed on independence and then like pretty sex- successfully as well which you mentioned like but i suppose like freedom has always been a different beast like with you know from the people i've spoken to who've been on the team down through the years it's like you know winning is uh expected i suppose that like anything less than winning even from uh outsiders looking on if like if mayhem don't win the games it's like oh what happened um yeah like was there a big adjustment in mindset on your part like on a personal level um or even your effort like did did you feel like you had to to change what you were doing or what you were bringing to the table oh yeah for sure um up until i was on freedom the goal was always just to train to make it to the games and i feel like it's completely different now because we're training to win the games or training to win. So the Mm. intensity is a lot higher. Like, and like you said, everyone is expecting us to win. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure on my part because I mean, Rich is past games champion. Taylor's been to the games. Andrea's been to the games. I've qualified for the games, but I haven't been to the games. So I feel like I don't want it to be like, if, if we don't win, it's because of me. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure on my end to, to put in the work to try to do the best that I can. Do you ever talk about that kind of stuff? Like as a team, like, would you ever, would you ever tell your team, like, you know, oh, I really hope I don't mess this up or, you know, like, would you ever be vulnerable like that with them? Or is it kind of, is it, are they kind of unspoken things? Um, I mean, we might joke around before a workout. I think like we did in the quarterfinals, like, man, I'm going to be really bad at this one. Hope I don't slow you guys down. But in the end, like nobody slowed anybody down and everybody pushed and sent it a hundred percent. Yeah. So we might joke around it first, but I think once the clock goes, like we just send it. Yeah. And, um, I've had other people say, um, that the, the, what would you call it? The big separator for mayhem, I suppose, uh, for those teams is that no matter who's been on the team, whether it's been like, you know, rich and james hobart or tasia or whoever you swap in and swap out that the the consistent thing is that there's there's never really any finger pointing that it's like if something goes wrong there's there's a fix found rather than like you know standing with hands on hips or or you know frowning at someone or giving out or shouting or whatever um is that like something that's innate is it something that like uh you know rich does by example and you guys follow or because obviously there's there's a lot of uh a lot of changes happening there with three new people starting together. It's not yeah. as if, you know, even say it might be marginally easier for you because you've been around the team and you've been around the gym for a few years. So it, you know, you might have a, a leg up, I guess, but there's still a total shift in effort, as you say. And then I assume a change of mindset as well with uh, expecting to win or being expected to win. And also like, you know, helping each other and not blaming each other and, you know, like seeing what you can do as an individual rather than like, oh, who, who messed this part up? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's like, if one of us does bad, it's just kind of brush it off, move on. Don't fret over it. Um, I've never seen rich. Like if, if I've messed up or if anybody's messed up on, even on the previous teams, I've never seen rich go over and like just bash somebody or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, it's just, we just, if, I think he knows if, if you gave 100% and you just pushed as hard as you can, we just take it and move on. Like, it's never been um, – he's never shamed anybody or talked down or anything like that. It's always just 
if it's a bad workout, then we just take it and move on and smash the next one. Yeah. Do you think, um, was it made easier joining the team? The fact that there was two new people as well? Um, I don't know. Um, I was, I was all in no matter who was on the team. I would have been good with the old team and I'm grateful for this team too. Mm. Um, so Probably, I guess, I guess it, it helps having people like Tasia still around, like, you know, around yeah. the environment and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is easier having two new uh, or having the new girls too, because then we're all three coming in new together, even though I've kind of been around rich longer. Um, but I've also been around Tasia and China and trained with them too. So it would have been, it'd have been the same with them too. Yeah. Um, from the outside looking in then, I guess the, you know, the videos and stuff that are put up and the, the Instagram and stuff like that from Mayhem, like the atmosphere and the training environment at Mayhem and in the barn seems, um, I guess, intense, uh, but also like supportive, which is, I suppose it's a, it's a, it's a delicate line to tread uh, that level of intensity while keeping support going for everyone. Like, do you, do you feel that um, that's a culture that's like instilled in the gym and in the barn and stuff? Or do you think that it's just kind of developed that way that, you know, you push each other, but then as you say, if someone messes up, you just kind of brush it off. Yeah. I think, I think everybody's super supportive and we push each other and then, Sometimes we, even though we are a team, sometimes we want to, if we pair up, you know, two men, two women or male, female pairs, however it is, uh, sometimes we do get a, a bit competitive and want to beat the other, the other team. Does anyone ever step in and be like, chill out? <laughs> uh, does Rich do that? Anyone. Surely there oh, must be somebody uh, watching on from the sideline being like, someone's going to die. <laughs> well, the girls are super competitive, so. Uh, but Rich, I think, has joked around and said, we're on the same team, you know, yeah. let's work together. But yeah. I think everybody's just super competitive. They want to push each other. And then, like, with that uh, environment that's being built or that has been built, I guess, there's obviously, like, you know, Rich is there all the time and then Chris Hinshaw visits regularly and there's other coaches and other experts, like, dropping in from a range of dis- different fields. Like, you know, I've seen, like, you know, the, the Bergener strength, strength crew are there a lot and you've got like mobility crew in a lot and, you know, different people are, seem to be calling in a lot, offering expertise and offering help. Like, does, does that come with any downsides for you having um, so many people giving uh, tips and advice and, you know, coaching or uh, does it ramp up the pressure a little bit or do you think that it's only positive as it comes from that? I think it's only positives. I mean... Um, I think the last train with Rich, we had Kelly Starrett with uh, uh, the Mobility Wad, and mm. he he showed us a bunch of stuff, bunch of warm ups, bunch of mobility things, and like it's helped. Like I had some knee issues in the past, and like just changing the way I squat and little things like that's made a huge difference. And then one day we're at the barn, and Coach B's up there, and uh, he's helping me with with cleans and and things like that, and you know I just try to soak everything up and learn as much as I can. So it yeah. definitely helped. Definitely a positive. I had him on uh, Mike and he told me to do junkyard dogs. Um, <laughs> I still haven't done one of them. That was in like January. <laughs> he was like, do, 
he was like, this killed Dan Bailey when I got him to do this. He was like, oh, you need to do like, uh, I can't remember what he told me to aim for, like 60 in a minute or something. I was like, as soon oh, as he said that, I was like, that's not happening. And then <laughs> yeah. he was like, well, start with like 10 and build your way up. I still haven't done one. He was like, oh, you need to get a dowel. And in my head, that's my limit. That's like, ah, look, sure, I don't have a dowel. I swear, I'll just have to get one sometime. And then it's like, I'm just avoiding buying one because I know when I get one, <laughs> I'll have to start doing this thing that I would probably make me die. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's cool. Uh, I think all those kind of train with rich things. Um, see, it's interesting because like looking at it, looking at that training environment and looking at that, uh, I don't know, like that intensity seems really intimidating because those train rich weekends are like, you know, they're semi semi regular events, I guess. And obviously they're timed and they're structured around like, right, we don't want to have on the weekend before or the weekend after quarterfinals or whatever, you know, like that kind of stuff. Calendar, I guess, is taken into account. But like, you know, those days things seem to get ramped up because it's like it seems like it's like that kind of familial thing of like everyone's in town, like let's throw down and let's, you know, like have a bit of fun, but also like be competitive against each other and stuff. And then you've also got people like Haley and, you know, I know China was in town recently as well. And you've got like these elite athletes coming in and it seems from the outside looking in, it seems like, God, it must be intense, like walking in with that kind of, I don't know, like those levels of competitiveness and testosterone and everything floating about it must make for an incredible atmosphere to be around in but it must also get exhausting as well yeah those those train with rich weekends are awesome i love them um and like you said there you never know who's going to be there hmm. um and i think this last time they gave out this uh, like a like a swag bag for the first time ever and it came with like brand new nanos the mouthpiece that rich is wearing um i think you get a shirt and like all these just a full bag full of stuff um and then i tried to tell everybody i'm like you guys need to take one that's in the summer because usually in the summer they'll go up to senior's house and swim in the pond and (laughs) i don't know it's just it's just an epic epic weekend but then also he tells everybody at the beginning of the weekend you know it's it's a lot of volume Uh, if you don't feel like you have to you don't have nobody has to do the workouts rx you can scale you can sit workouts out we can hang out like he doesn't pressure anybody to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just really don't think I'd be able to handle it. Cause I think, I don't think I'd be like, if, if Rich Froning told me like, Oh, you don't have to RX a workout. I'd be like <laughs> challenge accepted. I'd like run through a wall or something. Yeah. Um, since, uh, since you've swapped over to, um, freedom, have you noticed, uh, a change in like, say the attention that you're getting or the spotlight does it feel a bit brighter or does it feel because even i know like say the there's always videographers there's always photographers like around the gym and around the bar and stuff because it's a popular you know like it's a popular group and it's it's like a hub of fitness so there's all like you know it's a great place to get content i guess um and then you'd always have like say crossfit might be down or one of the companies that you know sponsors rich response to team or whatever might be down doing getting some content and stuff like is that something that you've had to find yourself getting more used to being like in demand like that yeah i think so um and i think one of the hardest things to be like when they i guess the youtube content is a lot is more now than it's ever been Mm. um and then obviously my strength isn't what riches is um and they'll post like let's say i mean there was a workout here recently it was all these power cleans like 225 245 
and 265 and I can hit 265. Um, but that day it was, I think it was right after the, we did the open workout with the dumbbell snatches the day before. So my back's blown up and I'm having to squat snatch or not snatch clean. Yeah. I was having to squat clean 265 and Rich is powering it like it's nothing. And, um, and then, so everybody sees how, I mean, Rich is making it look like a bar empty barbell and here I am struggling to squat clean it. And, uh, so it, it is tough being compared to Rich when it's lifting like that. Cause it's so effortless for him. And then you look at me and I'm, you know, I'm not as good as him, so mm. I'm not going to make the barbell look easy. Sometimes I'll be able to do it, but so I'll get hated on like that. So I think that's been kind of an adjustment, just having to deal with people's comments. What, uh, what do you mean by hated on? Expand on that. What do you mean by that? Uh, it'd be like, oh man, uh, Rich is making that, that barbell look like 95 pounds and Chase is going to hold the team back because he can't stay with rich on the weightlifting or some little stuff like that. Um, is, is that ever, but at first I was like, what are they talking about? You know, like, but I mean, you're looking at the best in the world and then, you know, I'm doing it, but I'm not going to look as clean as rich. Yeah. But. Do you ever like, cause obviously you have so many experts, like you have, um, you know, like, the aerobic capacity crew and you've got version of strength and you know, the weightlifting and you've got all these different experts coming in is mindset something that's tackled regularly. Um, let's see. I mean, we have access to, to gym with mayhem mindset. Yeah. Um, but I don't, uh, Rick, I mean, we don't really talk about mindset. I mean, it's just, when it comes down to a workout or anything like that. And we just, I don't know. We just do it. I don't know. We don't really, we don't even, really break it down. Even say like those kind of things of like the, the comments on YouTube or the comments on, you know, like that kind of side of things. Is that ever talked about? Or is there any, like, do you get like, uh, um, you know, media training or me, you know, like how to deal with it or that kind of thing? Oh no, no. I mean, I just don't take it. We just don't take it serious. I mean, rich or, I mean, I don't see how you could hate on rich, but rich still gets hated on, on some, you know, some posts and comments and things like that. Uh, he sometimes he'll comment back just joking around with people, but uh, no, I, I imagine, I, imagine I know how that interaction goes of like someone, <laughs> someone slagging off rich, he replies and then they're like, Oh, I'm your biggest fan. Like they always backtrack when, yeah. when the person actually yeah. replies. They're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah. To take it back. I just wanted you to see me. I just wanted you to know I exist. Um, yeah. Since uh, since you joined um, the team, then has like has Rich said anything or told you anything where you're kind of wondering like, was he maybe holding out on you when you were on Independence? Was he like you know hiding things or keeping secrets? No, no, he's been the same same guy the whole time um yeah he's uh, he hasn't changed at all yeah i was was expecting you to join like join freedom and him be like yeah so i know i know i had you doing like tons of 2159s but they're nonsense we're going to this is what we do when when you guys weren't looking (laughs) oh no like we have i've had full access to his programming for the past couple years now and he'll he'll really send us everything he does um 
So, I mean, I'm in a note with him right now on, on my phone and he'll update it daily on what he does that day. And then he wants us to do, he wants me to do everything that he's doing. Um, but he also wants me to focus more on strength right now than endurance. Yeah. I feel like if my endurance is, is okay, is, is pretty decent right now, uh, especially coming from a motocross background. That's all I used to do was run yeah. and run and cycle. Are there days then when you look at the note and just think like, oh, screw this. Like I'm not doing that second half. Like are there days where it's like, <laughs> how is it, how has he got all this done? It's only lunchtime. <laughs> uh, sometimes I look at them and I, yeah, I do realize. Yeah. Sometimes I do look at it. I'm like, dude, I don't even know how he did that. And I'll text him and be like, dude, what'd you get on this? Or how'd you do this? And, um, a lot of it's broken down into two sessions. Uh, yeah. So I know about how much time they've been in a first sex session and a second session. Yeah. Um, but with my schedule, sometimes I try to, my goal is to do two sessions, but sometimes I have to cram it into one or pick a priority. So like if the second session is a lift and then some running intervals, then I would do the lift over the intervals. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, joining a different team then is obviously like, that's a big change to go through and you know, there's everyone, everyone's had a weird 18 months, 12 months, 18 months. Um, but you've also had changes close to home. So you had the arrival of your first child. So congratulations on that. Thank um, you. Has that impacted your training? Have you, like, has there been big adjustment around that? You know, that first, first month, I, um, I got scared. I was like, we weren't sleeping at all. Um, I was, my, my food was off. I, my training was off. So I literally had to pick, do I want to eat? Do I want to train or do I want to sleep? So I was having to train with like poor nutrition, poor sleep. Um, so I was like, what have I done? What have I got myself into? I'm going to let the team down. I was just, I was just worried. Um, now we've gotten, she's on a schedule. She's on a good sleep schedule and actually getting sleep. Um, food's back on track. Training is back to normal. So it's, it's a lot better now. But that first month I was really worried. <laughs> yeah it's rough it's a big adjustment like um yeah but it's so you can't prepare for it like there's nothing you know there's no there's no way of like prepping yourself to be like oh because whatever you think it's going to be like it's never like i i knew i knew i had expectations when before our daughter was born and i had like oh it's probably going to be like this and then it was like yeah. way off what it was like and even now we're expecting again in september and, oh congratulations thanks and uh now I'm like, everything I'm thinking is worst case scenario because like, I'm yeah. like, right, what's the worst yeah. possible thing that could happen? Like, cause like Sloan had reflux and she was, you know, like that, that month you had went on for like four for us. And it was like, oh, there, was, there was no grandparents around really because of COVID. And, you know, like we had no, you're just kind of like, I remember walking around the, the estate that we live in with, uh, you know, the buggy or the pram or whatever at like, 8 p.m. just being like please stop crying like and just go to sleep like come on like please um but yeah no I've I, I can only imagine that with the added intensity of like oh by the way you're uh, on Rich's team now and you're expected to win the CrossFit yeah. games like it's yeah that's that's pretty next level um what about the the gym then so you own um a gym in in Nashville and then if you're in Cookville a lot and training and you've got the new baby at home, like, is it like, is there a lot of balancing having to go on there? Is there sacrifices being made somewhere? Yeah. So, uh, it's in Knoxville. 
so it's oh, yeah. Nashville would be uh, East or West Tennessee, and then or more so West of Cookville, and then Knoxville would be East Tennessee. But uh, um, we've actually hired on an extra coach or two, and okay. our coaches are so good. I, there's no way I could do any of this without them. They've stepped up. I mean, I've got coaches working full time jobs coming in here and coaching early in the morning, late at night, and they love it. They're super good to our members. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's no way I could do it without them. And my coaching, I've stepped back a lot. Um, yeah, so before before we started all the team stuff, we had to go through and transfer all the ownership and stuff over to my wife's name. Is that because of the new rules or? Yeah, just- because you technically you can't uh, own the affiliate side and be on another affiliate team. Oh, okay. All right. And were, um, were any of your members pissy that you were like? Oh, no. No, they're, uh, we have a really good relationship with Mayhem and all of our members uh, fully support Rich and hmm. CrossFit Mayhem. So anytime yeah. they hold an event, we all go down there. So I, I miss coaching. I love being with our members and, and being at the gym. But right now, um, I guess my main focus is just – trying to train as much as possible, making sure my food's on point and also spending time with my family. Um, so like I'll go, I'll go the days that I go to Cookville, I'll go train, do a full morning session, stay there half a day, drive back. And sometimes I'll have to go straight to the gym and coach. Sometimes I get to go home and go straight, hang out with my family, maybe do a second session in the garage or second session at the gym. Um, but yeah, it's, it's wide open all the time. Mm. And is it hard, like, because um, I know, say, sometimes, especially in those early days or earlier days than now, where um, if I had the opportunity to train, there was like, I almost felt guilty of like, oh, should I be at home? Like, should I be, you know, I was nearly like literally like going to the gym, doing exactly what I needed to do and then leaving. Whereas like pre-baby, I'd be like hanging around for a while, chatting to people, whatever. Whereas I got this kind of guilt of like, a, I suppose I felt guilty that my wife was at home um, and, you know, was probably juggling 10 different things. And then B, I felt guilty of like, God, is this, am I picking like training over my family here? If I'm here, should I, you know, should I be at home? Is it, Like, do you ever have to battle those kind of feelings? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it actually goes every direction. So like when I'm not at the barn training with Rich, I feel like I'm letting my team down. If I'm mm. not coaching at our gym, I feel like I'm letting my gym down. If I'm not with my family, I feel like I'm letting them down. Uh, but I guess at the end of the day, I got to realize like, you know, this is, you know, I, saw, I, I knew what I was coming into when mm. I agreed to, to be on the team and our, our gym definitely supports it. And, my wife is man she's a rock star she she meal preps for me on sunday we've got all of our food dialed in she she'll sacrifice her workout to let me go work out um sometimes i'll i'll babysit and let her kind of go to the gym too um i'm trying to do that more so now uh, just because it it's good for her to Mm. to be around everybody and i mean we have a full-blown garage gym but it's just not the same as as coming to the gym um but yeah uh it is uh it is pretty difficult. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, it's hard. Um well look, we'll uh we'll finish with a quick fire. Um, 
so just to, just to lighten the mood um so we got uh they're all either or i think um so bench or pull-ups oh uh let's let's go bench press okay uh snatch or clean clean uh deadlift or squat Ooh. squat ski or row ski bike or run run uh cold brew or americano cold brew uh coach or compete compete uh okay rich texts you in the morning and says he's retiring and he needs he needs you to find a replacement who do you reach out to <laughs> royce <laughs> nice one <laughs> yeah sure he's he's up sticks and move to to cookville um my god there's a whole crew as well do you you must bounce ideas off him a good bit then with like because he's obviously you know a family man he's got his pair his kids as well do you stay in touch oh with Royce? oh yeah yeah I, uh he'll post something and i'll send him an instagram message and they just had another they just had a little girl here recently yeah, I was gonna say whatever yeah, whatever we, we think about balancing about... childhood or you know child rearing with training, he's like he's written the book, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and actually, when he did the Rogue Invitational, that was really iffy for him because he had a baby due anytime <laughs> within like a week of that competition. Uh, so. Man, I don't. See, my wife would have killed me if I'd have went to another country and my baby's yeah. supposed to be born within two weeks. Yeah, she's. she's <laughs> I don't see how he did it. She's an understanding woman, and I think that's putting it pretty lightly. Um, well, listen, yeah. thanks a million for for coming on. Uh, this is great. Um, I think, you know, you're 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 on to something special. I think just from who you're surrounding yourself with and on on what you're taking part in, and I think. Uh, you know, it's, it says a lot about someone who's being put in this position of, I suppose, high pressure and is willing to be vulnerable and is willing to say like, you know, oh, sometimes I get nervous and sometimes, you know, like sometimes I, you know, doubt things a little bit or whatever. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys can achieve this year. And uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that I'll get to see standing on the podium and getting your moment that I suppose is a little bit robbed last year. Um so yeah, enjoy enjoy the semifinals and hopefully the the games proper. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for for having me. I really appreciate it.